Welcome to episode 10 of Continuous Quality Compliance. Today I'm talking about Regulation 7, the requirements for a registered manager. This is important because many businesses I work with are a private limited company and therefore they require to have a registered manager in post. If you're an individual or a partnership, the rules are different. And it's important to look at Regulation 7 and see what the registered manager's requirements are. So again, as in the last podcast where we were looking at the character of the directors, here again, you're looking at the character of the registered manager. So you want to know, are they of good character? Are they able to properly perform tasks that are intrinsic to their role? Do they have the necessary qualifications, the competence, the skills and experience to manage the regulated activity? This is important because the registered manager's role is a complex one. That's a lot of things you're expected to do. And again, as before, you have to supply them with documents to confirm the suitability of the registered manager. So in terms of the application, you actually have a separate registered manager's application as part of the new provider application. So that's in two parts. You have the new provider application and then you have the registered manager's application. As part of the new provider application, you actually have to provide a registered manager supporting information. And this is where you need to tell CQC why you think the registered manager that you've chosen is the right person for the job and in in their terms, a fit person for the job. So what you have to bear in mind is that the registered manager you choose And this could be yourself, because for small independent providers, the nominated individual and the registered manager is the same. Then what you need to do is make sure that your own skills are appropriate for the role of registered manager. If you're recruiting somebody to do the role of registered manager, then again, you have to chat that they're appropriately skilled with the qualifications, the knowledge and experience, and they're able to demonstrate the competency required to manage the regulated activity. And they have to show relevant best practice as well and guidance. And there are consequences to failing the requirements. Again, they want to know that you as a provider have appropriate processes or assessing and checking that the individual holds the required qualifications and they have the competence to do the role and the skills and experience. These are four processes that must be followed and you must keep relevant records. So again, it means that you have a robust recruitment process and a really good job description and personal specification at the least. You need to have processes for considering the person's physical and mental health in line with the requirements of the role. 
and you have to show that you've taken reasonable steps to make adjustments for the registered manager to enable them to carry out their role and these have to be in line with the Equality Act so if for instance if they are physically disabled and they're able to do the job so everything else fits they have a physical disability so you can't uh, not recruit them because of their disability so you as a provider need to think about what adjustments you can make so that's the sort of thing they would be looking for what I would say to providers is whoever you have as registered manager whether it's yourself or another person you really need to understand that they know what their duties are and they have the competence to carry them out. I have instances where registered managers who have been part of a company for many, many years, I'm talking like 15, 20 years, so pre-CQC, some of them don't change in line with what the CQC want and a lot of them I have seen fail because they just don't get to grips with what the compliance needs are with the standards. But when you get a new person coming in who all they've known is the CQC and the compliance that's required, they look at it with different eyes. Those that do well are the managers who've been in post pre-CQC but actually are willing to learn and develop their skills. They do well. I've seen care homes shut down because They've just not been able to meet the CQC compliance because they were so used to working the old way. So that's why regulation for the registered manager is really important to make sure that you do have a fit person in place. The registered manager's role is also a, a legally bound one. So if they don't do their role, they can, you know, if they have a breach of their regulate, uh, registered manager's role, if it's something really serious, they can be taken to court and they're legally accountable. And I think sometimes people forget this. It's really important to make sure that the registered manager understands this. Some of the things that the registered manager has to make sure is happening is to make sure all the governance and quality assurance measures are in place. Not only that are they in place but they're actually working and they're looking at continuous improvement they also have to show that they have a robust recruitment process in place they have to show that they have an audit schedule for various audits which are appropriate to the provider some audits you would do more regular than others some audits you would only have to do annually CQC also would be looking for a training matrix. So how are you making sure that your, your staff are fit people to be employed? That's another thing that CQC look for, that your staff are being developed all the time. They're also looking at the review and analysis that takes place when incidents happen. They'll be looking at uh, you reviewing your complaints process and making sure that you look at complaints in terms of that is a positive thing 
that if somebody complains, that's positive because then it, it means you can change something. The other thing that, that's really important is to look at infection control. And for somebody at a registered manager's level, they'd be looking at level three training and in infection control. Safeguarding is important as well. So you'd have to have the right level of training for safeguarding. The other thing you have to remember, the last standard for CQC is when led, which is all around leadership. So the registered manager who's in place has to have excellent leadership skills. They also need to be a person in authority. Sometimes providers put a person in because they've got good admin skills, but they're not at the level that they have authority in the workplace. Then they're not assertive enough sometimes to ask for things to be done. So it's really important to look at that. I know some people think that CTC standards is just a tick box exercise. The reality is it isn't just a tick box exercise. You do need to show that you're doing continuous improvement in your organization and you have the right people in place with the right knowledge, the right skills and the right competency to do their job well. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review the podcast. Do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes.